The word of the Lord comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. 1 Corinthians 1.18. Um, our announcements, well, first our Bible trivia is from 1 Timothy 3 and 15. It says this, the pillar, the quote, the pillar and ground of the truth refers to what? The pillar and ground of the truth refers to what? That's found in 1 Timothy 3.15. Our church website, www.waynechurch.net, church address, P.O. Box 66, Williamsfield, Ohio, 44093. If you know someone who would be blessed by a card, please give their name and address to Kay. Thank you. Our missionaries uh, to Brazil... Um, Helen and Giba Phil Singer uh, will be here Wednesday, May 5th at 7 p.m. to share their ministry with us. Please plan to attend in person by phone or online. Okay, so they're coming through this way. I haven't seen them for about six years, so look forward to seeing Helen and Giba. Uh, or Giba, they call them. I always say it wrong. Um, let's see, Bible study and prayer meeting 7 p.m. We are studying Psalms. Uh, the answer to the Bible trivia, 1 Timothy 3.15, the pillar and ground of the earth, refers to what? Mm. Yep. Right, it's the church, right. Mm-hmm. Very good, the house of God or the church, depending on what version you're looking at. So yes, very good, thank you. Um, Good to have all of you. We're we're glad to have um, Joyce and Joe and Pam with us, and they have Callie and Gemma with us. So we're glad to have Callie and Gemma with us this morning. Good to have all of you. Um, We're going to have our prelude. We already had, right? So uh, announcements and greeting, and then we have our prayer request. I'll try to do it in the right order this time. Uh, Let's say our prayer request. Have our prayer hymn, which is on the other side of your bulletin. and then, and then we'll have our prayer. Yeah, since I inverted it last year, last week. Um, one of our songs was out there. If you didn't get a copy of this, please let us know, and uh, we'll get a copy. And uh, there is um, so the verse on one side, the chorus on the back side. So that's one of ours. All right. Yes. Thank you. So. Following COVID restrictions, the Penny March bottle, the box for the offering is in the back pew right next to it, and the Sunday school uh, cup is back there too. So uh, if you have any of those things to put in, you can put them in on your way out, and you'll see them on the back pew. Thank you, Janice, for reminding me. If anybody would like to sign up to clean the church, um, the list is back there on the bulletin board. Okay. I think I remembered that. Right. (laughs) All right, welcome to Bernie and Lori and Nancy who are with us online today. Good to have all of you. Hi, Bernie. Hi, Bernie. Hello. Hello, how are you all? We're doing good. God is good. Beautiful sunshine today. All right. Um, Yes, let's sing the doxology as a praise to the Lord. And uh, we won't be collecting, Uh, (laughs) we'll just be singing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Praise the Lord. May we take time to thank God for his many blessings. We have a new church message out there, thanks to Chris. And it says, um, I think I can get this right. Um, thank God we live in a country where we can thank God. So praise the Lord. A great, great message. Um, we have a lot of some praises today. We praise the Lord for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our services. And praise the Lord we can keep connected in very, very many ways. Uh, on person, in person, online, and over the phone. So we want to remember uh, America to be back to God in a revival, police and people to work together to stop the violence and protect all people. Praying leaders will put God first in their lives so they can work for his glory and be led by him. We want to remember those in authority over us, our president, governor, and others, our church family and extended family, our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, we praise the Lord that Pastor Bob had his last um, vein surgery and praying for good results this Friday when he goes back to the doctor. And he's got another doctor appointment this week, two more, so praise the Lord for praying for good outcomes. Want to remember Pastor Lori and uh, Logan to stay healthy, our men and women uh, and military and families, veterans and families, marriages in trouble, uh, all our church family for health. Families of small children, Bill for work decisions, Tony for concerns, and Danny for direction in his life. Uh, a lot of people need healing. So Norma has eye issue, Bob Burns has shingles and ear problem. Want to remember Amy for healing, and Tom and family for strength and encouragement. Bessie and problem, Bessie has a back problem. Nancy and Michaela is uh, in the hospital still for continued healing. Uh, Bernie for healing from stroke and his vision problem, Mark Taylor for knees, Janice for her knees, Ruthann for healing of legs and eye, Nancy for healing of thumbs and ongoing health issue, Caroline wants healing for her eyes, Cindy has a healing, needs healing for a slip disc and a cyst that she has, so we want to pray for her. Titus Smith is a pastor with a brain tumor, we want to remember him for healing, Jackie Clifton, Emily, Marie Conavoy, Mary, um, all for healing, Gail for healing, uh, want to remember Mary for cataract surgery, uh, that she'll have peace as she goes for the surgery, Karen who needs a healing of depression, uh, our unspoken requests, those hearts, things in our hearts and minds only God knows and only God can answer, and God is, a, is the one who answers. Our unsaved, to realize their need for Jesus. <clears throat> Gail, uh, we said already, Gary, to find peace in Jesus, Aunt Ruthie, Carrie and Marge, and others for salvation, uh, Lois Jean for rib healing, Pam Gecker for healing to walk again after she's had back surgery, uh, Brandon for healing and surgery, Chris Houston has uh, got uh, some uh, praise for being able to move one side of the body, so, but we want to continue to, mail, to uh, remember him or her. Her. Uh, for an aneurysm and a stroke, Heather for great test results, Ed Copeland for pneumonia, people for sinus issues and seasonal allergies, which is here to, for now, that's for sure. Um, Ashley uh, for a healthy mom and healthy baby, about two and a half weeks here. Uh, we had a praise, baby Austin is healing and continuing to heal, and the doctors are amazed, but we know God heals, amen. amen. Bob Smith, that's an answer to prayer. Bob Smith for healing. Uh, he had a, a procedure and he's doing well, so praise the Lord. <clears throat> Jamie, who has ovarian cancer, um, and want to remember her. Uh, the lymph nodes are shrinking, so that's a praise. 
Michaela, Latia, and Brenda for healing of MS. Don Brainerd, Wood uh, for strength and healing. Eleanor McGee, Dave Singery, um, Laverne, John Miller, Mrs. Moschel, Martha Mullet, uh, Jim Elza, and Carly and Joe Brotag, all for healing for various things. Martha Mullet is improving, so we praise the Lord for that. Our missionaries here and around the world, those who are traveling, for traveling mercy, Silas and Trent for the Lord to intervene in their lives, those who need deliverance from drugs and the desire to get help, Johnny Ray, Nick, David, and Hannah. The Bells and Griffiths families have concerns, Pat, Pat McMinima for healing, Rachel Byler, and Sandy Z for healing. Uh, Casey and Melinda, Matt Mate is uh, having surgery this month for all to go well. He may have had it. Uh, we're praying for him. Gary Raymond for healing. Kathy and Kathy N for healing. Uh, Edna and Larry for healing and strength. Sue Beasy with ongoing health problems. Bruce Weir has an inflammation problem for healing. Norma's List. Leonard for circulation. Those who have cancer. Uh, Rick Stanford uh, for uh, salvation and healing. He is in hospice. Terry Calladine, Janet White, Terry, Sandy Williams, Tammy Barbwalk, Bradley, Gail, Myra Sorrell, Lisa Bailey, Pat Canner, Mary Ann, Vicki, and others who have cancer. Um, to be comforted, we want to remember these families uh, who are grieving still in the loss of their loved ones, maybe now or later, uh, or in the past. Uh, the Singry, Moon, Evans, Booth, Dide, and Kayla's families, Julian family, the Troyer family, the Banning, Semi, Idol, Amadon, um, the family of Gary Carrier, and the family of um, Doug Biesterveld and families and others. Mike, who needs a healing of sores on his legs, and he is in a wheelchair, so he needs a van to transport him. So I want to pray for that. The Lord to intervene there. Victims and families of recent shootings in our country. Those who are missing from that boat accident in Louisiana and families. Kyrie for broken leg, Trish for knee surgery, healing that's coming tomorrow, right? And Kathy for knee uh, issues and healing. Darren, Kay Harger, Bill, Bill, and other caregivers who are Mary, Rose, Kathy, Debbie, Lori, and others. Little Robert for his wound to heal. Uh, Lisa, who has Crohn's, and Bobby, who has Crohn's for healing. Marie, Jane. Arlene, uh, who have infirmities, but Arlene is improving, so that's a praise. Dave Her for healing. Our first responders, um, safety and physically and emotionally and mentally. Our teachers and students and bus drivers. Um, people to wear masks and be socially distant and safe uh, and considerate of others as well as themselves. Praying for God to eliminate COVID-19. Asking a special pledge of protection for uh, all of us, Psalm 91, over all those who are working in hospitals, nursing facilities, the patients, the residents, medical, uh, medical offices. And we plead the blood of Christ over our church family and our extended families to continue to be healthy and not be exposed to the COVID-19 virus. Uh, healing for those infected with COVID-19 as the numbers are increasing. Um, we want to remember our friends and neighbors and people in the United States and around the world for salvation and to be protected. For there's nothing too difficult with Christ Jesus. Praise his glorious name. We're gonna sing our praise.
Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we boldly come before the throne of glory today. We uplift the needs of all of these that have been mentioned. All of the situations, every name on this list, all of the groups of people we have prayed for, Lord. We serve a God who hears every prayer. We serve a God who is a loving and compassionate God. And we thank you today that we can be in your house and be online in one accord and uplift the name of Jesus and thank you and praise you for how you're moving in people's lives and in situations as only you can do. We thank you today, Heavenly Father. We want your way and your will and your words to be our prayer. We want to have your Holy Spirit to 
carry these prayers to the throne of glory. Heavenly Father, we thank you today that we can pray out loud, that we can say the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, for those persecuted Christians around the world, Lord, that you would strengthen them in their uh, time of need, that you would strengthen them as they follow you, and may their faith be strong. We pray, Heavenly Father, for every need on this list, and we thank you and praise you that we can come to you in one accord. We thank you and praise you for the prayers that have been answered, the ones you're answering right now, and the ones that are on the way. We give you honor and glory and praise today, for we ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Got my stretch in this morning. There we go. Dropped the bulletin on the floor. All right. <clears throat> so it's time for him. Leave it there. Uh, the chorus is on the back part of the front page there to have when you pick when you came in. Uh, it's a great song of faith and uh, perfecting grace, as it says on strength and tribulation. Leave it there. You can stand or sit as you feel that.
barely here. Praise the Lord. 
Uh, thank you, Ruth Ann. Thank you, Logan. That was very uplifting and encouraging to our souls today. Pastor Bob has the word from the Lord. He's going to share with us. Good to have all of you today. I'm going to start in Matthew, the 8th chapter. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, Lord. I ask, Heavenly Father, that you uh, anoint the word of God in Jesus' name, also the pastor in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. We have uh, been working on something here, and uh, and I talked with uh, uh, several people, and uh and try to get their uh, output on, on some of the things. And I, I found out that a lot of people don't know the difference between the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost comes when you get saved, you get born again, and then after a, a period of growth and sanctification, you get cleaner and cleaner as you clean out the cesspool in your life. And then soon, you, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, it doesn't come all at once because we are a working uh, uh, animal, uh, we the people, and we have not minded God in a lot of our years especially our young years, we, we go out there and we want to do it all, and, uh, and probably did. And so uh, when it comes time to start taking stock of where we stand with the Lord, we don't look too good. But after we have turned aside the world and decided that we're going to follow Christ, then we need to get down to business. And a lot of people don't know that through sanctification and through the word of God and your knowledge of what the word of God says, you are saved. You are uh, filled with the Holy Spirit. But then there's another part of filling. There's the infilling where you have something that happens to you in your life that takes away some of your strength and some of your power. And I want to talk about this uh, place here in uh, Matthew, uh, the eighth chapter. And it says, Jesus cleanses a leper. And so here in, uh, I'll read the whole thing here. When, when Jesus had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. And then in Mark 5.30, let's go over there. 
nothing happened here. Jesus say, uh, anointed this guy and, 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 and took away his uh, problem there. And so in, in uh, Mark 5.30, And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him. Turned around in the crowd and said, who touched me? my clothes? And what happened here? I'm going to go back up there a little bit. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. That's faith. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, uh, fearing and trembling, knowing that what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction." Jesus had something happen there also to him. This lady had a lot of determination, whichever one of us could follow and, and receive profit. Because she was down to business and she had spent all her money. And uh, she didn't have any place else to go but to the Lord. I don't know how many people have been there. I've been there. And uh, there was two evidences of her healing. The Bible says the flux stopped. She and she felt it stop. That's two things. And Jesus said he could feel virtue of healing go out of himself. He knew someone had touched him by faith. When we pray for people, sometimes it doesn't do anything to us. Yet sometimes it makes us real weak when we pray for other people. I don't know if you understand that or not. How many understands that? A lot of people don't because they don't get into the word. And uh, the touch of faith is different from the physical touch, but it is just as real. And uh, this lady had 10 steps in her healing. The difference 
this lady had a desperate condition. She had tried and all the human remedies. She had spent all her money. She heard about Jesus. She was determined to touch Jesus. She planned her procedure. She exercised her faith. She was instantly healed when she touched his garment. She knew she she was healed. She made a complete confession to him. Jesus prayed for the man with leprosy, and he was healed. There was no weakness, and there was no strength went out of Jesus when he prayed for the man with leprosy. But when he prayed for the woman who had the issue of blood, he said, something went out of me. And I've had that virtue. What is virtue? I looked it up. It says it's moral goodness, it's rectitude, morality, chastity, merit. Well, rectitude, I wanted to know what that was too. So I looked it up. It said integrity, uprightness, and honesty. And so virtue, when it goes out of us, often makes us very weak. And we feel all weak and empty. That's when we need a spiritual recharge in our life. I don't know. It could happen to you in the loss of something. This virtue leaves you and leaves me. And we're weak and empty. And that's when we need that spiritual recharge. Amen. And that's where we're, we're supposed to get that spiritual recharge here in the house of the Lord with our brothers and sisters. Some would not understand probably that when this virtue runs out, what are you going to do? We have to go to the body. The body of Christ. Our brothers and sisters. That's where our hope is. Not only in Christ. Not only in the Lord. But with them. And we're supposed to love one another enough. That we look out for one another. And we take it very serious. Amen. Here in Mark 5.30. Jesus lost his virtue, he became weak from his virtue leaving him. In God's house, where we all gather together to reestablish our power and refurbish our spirit, a new feeling is there and available for us with the Holy Spirit to make us new again. So we can go back out into the world, out there, and do it again, over and over. I thought about Jesus. You know, we, we pray for people here in our church. We pray for people over the telephone. We meet them on the street and pray for them. Amen?
And uh, a lot of times we get into church and we don't think about what's going on. We're just here to get the news. We're here to recharge and go back out there and do it again and again. You and I are gathered here and in Jesus' name, to recharge, to pray for one another, to reestablish our energy, and make this, it's our pool. It's where we gather together, and, and we're ready then to go out and face the world when we've been made whole. Amen? I wanted to know how many people realize or know about retooling your body, recharging your body when you have these things happen it happened to me with a little lady the strongest I ever had was this little lady was leaving us and she was going to go to the Lord and uh, I felt that Leave me, I almost couldn't stand up. And uh, I asked her, Do you love the Lord? And she shook her head, yes. And uh, I asked her a couple other things, and she just squeezed my hands and pulled on me and I knew what had happened she really wasn't very close to the Lord but she got to know him real fast and I knew that she was ready she wanted to take me with her And uh, all this I'm talking to you now is about what we do when we come to church. This was just my forerunner, what I'm talking about. We have to come to church, and this is, and we have to do it right, you know. In Christianity, you're liable to meet somebody and they don't believe this part or they don't believe this part or that part. But they'll want to section out this part and I'll, I'll take that part. But sometimes we have to get nasty. And you're really not getting nasty. You're telling them the truth. In Christianity, sir or ma'am, if you don't believe in the resurrection... Of Jesus Christ, you cannot be saved. You have to believe in the resurrection, or there will be no salvation. And we're talking about walking in the Spirit, being filled with the Holy Ghost, like they did on uh, uh, Pentecost. To be filled with the Spirit is to be controlled by the Spirit and is therefore crucial to successfully living our Christian life. If we don't have it, we won't have it. Amen. Unlike indwelling of the Spirit, when you get the Holy Spirit with you, 
Filling is a repeated thing that you get at church or with another body of believers. However, but that's how we get renewed and refilled when we're with one another here. And that's what church is for. It's not for foolishness. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit there at Pentecost filled the whole house and filled 120 that was there. Some of these houses were huge that they built. And that's where the apostles were. That's where they had 120 there. We underscore this. It's like uh, by the use of the present tense, be filled, as well as uh, by biblical examples of Christians, other Christians, old timers who were filled more than once. At, like at uh, Acts 2 there and Acts uh, 2, 4 and, and Acts 4, 31. Just as important, we must observe that filling is a command to be obeyed. It's not an option. We have to do it. If we don't, we're going to lose out. <clears throat> How many Christians do you know? They, they don't really do much. They just want to be a comfortable Christian. Listen, they're in trouble. Comfortable Christianity is not good. You have to be doing something for God. Amen? You have to be busy. As believers, we have to choose to obey all these areas in our lives. You and me, he or she, whoever. And we have to be filled with the Spirit and enabled to manifest Christ-like character because somebody may pop up and say, I need your prayers today. Are you ready? We need to be ready at all times, and we need to make this uh, a severe uh, thing in our life and in our church. There's stuff to do that we're not doing. Amen. I don't know that there's many churches that are doing that. The certainty of being filled with the spirit may be confirmed by the believer's faith and and their life behavior. If you watch us, are we doing right? Are we living right? Are we right where we need to be? Or is there some little hidden things there in our character? Believers must believe that God's word is doing something for us. And we need to be studying God's word and meet the conditions where we'll get the results. Whether it's getting new infilling or helping somebody else get new infilling, there's something that's going on and we need to make sure that we know what it is. Amen. There's a new thing going along here. Included in the list are all the vibrant and attractive qualities desired by all Christians. Every one of us. How delightful it is that any Christian would be able to possess these things and be transformed by the filling 
of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. We're now involved in a new life. And there will be problems we will face in this new life because we've taken a step farther. Because God has sent us here not to be comfortable Christians. He sent us here to do a work among our brothers and sisters, our neighbors, whoever we meet. Amen. And this new life, we're going to face new hurdles in a new life, a new church maybe. You may even be in a different church. You're seeking after the Holy Spirit and all its attributes in our new lifestyle. Because we've stepped beyond, I've got, I'm saved and I've got the Holy Spirit. Now we're beyond that because we know that we have to have something that's going to recharge us and pick us up out of that pit after we've got rid of all of our energy. Amen. And Jesus said that his virtue went out of him. And I don't know, have any of you had that happen to you? through a death of a loved one or maybe praying for somebody. That kind of stuff is, is, is something we need to look at. Amen? We read about it. We talked about it. And some of us have seen and experienced some of these things that God has done in our short time in, in our life and uh, with him as, as, uh, uh, as his servants and, and his followers. Sometimes I feel like I don't do enough. We're walking in this new place now, spiritual revival. It comes designed and directed to us from the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and his church. From Acts 2 to the disciples on the day of Pentecost to you and I today, his church is on earth. A flame with the Holy Ghost and fire. It's ours and we need to reach out and get it. Amen. Take a hope. Because he wanted us to have it continuing from Pentecost today and forevermore until he comes to gather his church. And that's my message today. This new relationship, look, anytime we can stand and wave our hands to our Savior because he's there and he's watching and he knows us. And he tells our, heaven, uh, our heavenly father, Satan is there lying on us. And he said, he's a liar, dad. Because they're my people. Amen. So put your hands in the air and wave them at our Lord and Savior. This new relationship of the church to Christ. This relationship that exists between Christ and his church has already been initiated by Jesus because he loved the church and he gave himself for the church. And the intimacies of that relationship are described with seven figures. Number one, the shepherd and the sheep. These, these are things that are in the Bible. I don't know if you know all this, okay? emphasizes both the warm leadership and protection of Christ and the helplessness and dependency of believers. He's there all the time for you and I. Number two, the vine and the branches points out the necessity for Christians 
to depend on Christ's sustaining strength for growth in our life. Number one I told you about is in John the 10th chapter. Uh, the vine and the branches in John 15. Number three, Christ as our high priest and the church as a kingdom of priests. You and I are in the kingdom of priests. I don't know if we knew that. And we're in that kingdom, amen? And, and this church as a kingdom of priests, that's you and I, stresses the joyful worship, the fellowship and service which the church can render through God and through Christ. Hebrews 5, Hebrews 7, 1 Peter 2, Revelations 1. Number four, the cornerstone and the building stones accents the foundational value of Christ to everything the church is and does, as well as Christ's value to the unity of believers. Love is to be the mortar. That's what the love of God is, and our love for one another is. It's supposed to be the mortar which solidly holds the living stones together. We're living stones. We're living stone. Amen. First Corinthians three. First Corinthians thirteen. Ephesians two. First Peter two. Number five. The head and the many membered body is frequently used in scripture to illustrate several tremendous truths. The church is a vibrant organism. Not merely an organization. It draws its vitality and direction from the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the head. And each believer has a unique and necessary place in its growth. Amen. 1 Corinthians 12. Ephesians 4. Number 6. The last Adam and new creation presents Christ as the initiator of a new creation of believers as Adam was in the old creation. But Adam failed, amen? You know what? God said, huh, I got to do something different here. He sent Jesus because Adam failed, amen? He sent Jesus. And then Jesus did his work. And after he did his work, he said, now in a few days, I'm going to send you my friend, the Holy Spirit, amen? Hallelujah. And we know all about it. And I'm wondering now, Do we have enough people that realizes that this being filled with the Spirit? I'm not talking about now being filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about being filled with this Spirit that's going to refresh us, that's going to recharge our batteries and put us on the pathway to do our work. Amen? Number seven. The bridegroom and the bride beautifully emphasizes the intimate fellowship and co-ownership existing between between Christ and his church. Listen, folks. We need to get this down to business. Our churches 
are doing everything but. I've been around. I, I, I go to other churches sometimes and see them and visit. And we have got to get into the guidebook. When I belonged to the scouts, we had a guidebook. And that's how we learned everything. Learned the tire knots and all that stuff. Okay. We've now completed the Christian's guide to new life in the Lord Jesus Christ. We will go from death to glory. Or we will see him in the air. Does it matter? No. He's going to be there. Amen. We have much to shout about. To praise the Lord about. We should be praising him all the time. Amen. But I. I didn't know. Who else. Besides me. Knew about recharging your batteries in the house of the Lord. We need to be recharging our batteries and doing what God has sent us to do. Jesus didn't care that he had somebody there that that had a disease that Nobody else would touch, but he touched it. And he made that man new. And then that little lady, for 12 years, she suffered, spent all she had. And he was her last source of an answer. And, And Jesus gave her the answer she was looking for. She, you might say she took it because she made it her business to get this. There was a big crowd there. His, uh, his brothers and sisters and mother was there, and they, they couldn't. There was four brothers and three sisters that are Jesus. They call them half-brothers and half-sisters because actually Jesus' father was God, and his mother was Mary. And his brothers, four brothers and sisters, Three sisters, they were half brothers and sisters. I know something about that. I grew up with them at my house. Today, don't sell yourself short. We have the answers right here and right here in this building. This is the place where we get renewed. This is the place where we recharge one another through our prayers and through our handshakes and through our love from one another to the other. Amen. We have to do it. If we don't, we're comfortable Christians. And I don't believe comfortable Christians are going to make it. Because if you just come to sit, we need to be busy. Looking after one another. Amen. Because what is this? Our brothers and sisters in this house. Amen. And we need people. And we need to get them. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your message. 
We ask, Lord, that you leave us and, uh, from your place to ours. Cover us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray and keep us safe. We give you honor and glory and praise for these things that we ask. All the prayers that have went up and the prayers that continue to go up after we go home. Well, I have 117 on my list every night when we go to bed. And I, I just uh, know, Heavenly Father, that you're going to do what I've asked you to do. Is either those people are unsaved, some of them are unsaved on that list, some of them are sick, some of them are this or that. And I know that you can handle it all, Lord, because I have been there. I had cancer 14 months, and I know it's not a joyful thing. But God healed me 11 years ago, and I'm still here. You know why? Because he loved me. And other people loved me. And I stayed with it. I thought sometimes I was going to die. Logan was a little boy. Lori, she didn't know what to do probably. But we made it. And Lord, it was you that brought us through. And we stand on your word, Lord, because we know that when all else is out there and a failure, you are not a failure to us we ask for healing for all of our loved ones all of our folks all of our people whatever is in their body that's taking them and torturing them father i command jesus right now heal them and set them free in jesus name amen god bless you you're dismissed